Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to episode number 15 of the Believe in Minnesota Football Podcast, presented by the Believe Podcast Networks. I'm your host, Tony Liebert, and you can follow me on Twitter at Tony Liebert and Instagram at Tony underscore Liebert. That's Tony L-I-E-B-E-R-T. Um, for today's episode, I'll be previewing... Um, well, I'll, I'll start the show talking about, uh, Minnesota being ranked in the, uh, ranked number 20 in the initial college football playoff top 25, as well as my other takeaways from the poll. Um, and then I'll preview the Gophers week 10 matchup with Illinois. Uh, we'll talk about what Brett Bielema has built in Champaign, uh, what the fighting Illini's strength uh, are of their roster and what the Gophers' path to victory might look like on Saturday afternoon. All right, so the College Football Playoff Committee released their initial rankings on uh, Tuesday afternoon. Um, they ranked Minnesota 20th in the country. Um, notably, that was one spot higher than Wisconsin and two spots higher than Iowa. Um, so, like, what what does this mean? Um I, the ranking its rankings itself uh, were very surprising um, to me. There were a lot of uh, stuff other than the Gophers that I was shocked about to uh, see. Honestly, I was pleasant pleasantly surprised that the Gophers were twentieth. Um, I thought there was a chance they'd be ranked, but um, just like most of. You fans um, in the in Twitter mentions talking about the Bowling Green loss all season seem not to forget it. the The committee clearly forgot it. <laughs> it's I it's they they're acting like that game didn't happen. Um, if we didn't lose to Bowling Green and we had one loss right now, um, I think we would be in like the fifteens, but like we wouldn't be that much higher. I think. Because right now our best win is against Purdue, uh, so uh, it's just it's interesting that they're ranked twentieth. Um, 
I believe, like I've said before, and I've said for a few weeks now, I think they're a top 20 team and they're playing like it. But uh, it's interesting how the committee handled their loss to Bowling Green. Certainly don't have the resume of a top 20 team. I believe they they truly are one and they're playing like one. But uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised to see them there. Um, so, thing of note, given that they're ranked 20th, higher than Wisconsin and Iowa, um, the top-ranked Big Ten team not to make the playoff uh, late in the season. So, if we get in a situation uh, where uh, Michigan State or Ohio State is uh, in the Big Ten championship, we're in the Big Ten championship, and we lose... Um, if we are ranked higher than uh, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, we would go to the Rose Bowl if we're the highest-ranked Big Ten team not to be in the playoff. So that's just a notable thing to look out for when these rankings come out every week. Um, and right now, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Michigan are all ranked higher. But obviously, if the Gophers keep winning and if they get uh, two wins against Iowa and Wisconsin, those would be huge wins for their resume. Um, and Michigan and Michigan State both play Ohio State, so those are going to be huge games down the stretch. But that's something to note um, he- heading into the, the stretch of the Big Ten season. Um, as for the rest of the rankings, um, I'm, I'm going to talk about them a, a little bit because uh, if you're listening to this, you're probably a college football fan too, but... Uh, it. I I think the biggest takeaway from all of them was Alabama being ranked second. Um, it's really, really interesting that they ranked second. Uh, four spots ahead of Cincinnati at six. Uh, Alabama. like I think Alabama is the second best team in the country still, and uh, I think eventually I would have been shocked if they didn't make the playoff. But to rank them second right now, I think, is a little rich. Uh, they lost to number 14, Texas A&M, on the road, which, take it as you want, but uh, Alabama's best win is against uh, number 16, Ole Miss, at home. And Cincinnati's best win is at number 10, Notre Dame. And... Cincinnati doesn't have a loss, and Alabama has one loss. And it's just like, objectively, Cincinnati has a better resume at this point of the season. I could see you ranking Alabama higher once they get a win over Auburn, once they get a uh, a win over LSU, even though LSU stinks. That's just another team on your resume. Uh, it just, I found that just very interesting, um, like most people. Uh, I th- it's such an interesting dynamic when uh, the they rank these teams because uh, I believe Alabama is a top four team in the country right now. Um, but, like, are you ranking them based on their resume or are you ranking them just like how they played last week? Because how they played last week, the Gophers being 20th is not a shock at all. And Alabama being second is not a shock at all. They absolutely demolished Mississippi State, who they play. I think Mississippi State, but uh, it 
it's just interesting because it's like for half the thing they go by resume and half the thing they go by uh, how they're playing right now. Because if they're going by how they're playing right now, why the hell is Oregon number four? Oregon uh, has looked really bad over the last month. And Ohio State, who's fifth, has looked much, much better. Oregon obviously beat Ohio State in Columbus, but uh, Ohio State's playing like I think they're personally they're playing like the second best team in the country over the last month. The only team playing better is Georgia, I think. CJ Stroud should be the favorite for the Heisman, in my opinion. It it it's just it's just interesting how they decide to do these rankings. How it's obviously all subjective. But then they like object objectively look at resumes sometimes, but not all the time, and it just like I don't know. It makes no sense. Like, why is Texas A&M behind Auburn? That that made no sense to me because Texas A&M beat number two Alabama. They both have two losses. Auburn's are to uh, Penn State, who's unranked, and. Who was their other loss to? Um, Georgia. And Texas A&M's losses are to Arkansas, who's unranked. And Mississippi State, who's 17th. So, I think uh, Mississippi State's best win of... Uh, or Texas A&M's best win of beating Alabama, they should be ranked higher. But just like little things like that, like Oklahoma being only 8th makes no sense to me. Uh, they're undefeated. I think they're playing pretty good football, even though they barely beat Kansas. You can tell that they're a good football team. I think they would uh, beat Michigan pretty handily if they played right now. Um, and it's just odd to me. A random thing like UTSA being ranked uh, unranked, and they're 8-0. and They have a win against Illinois. Uh, they really destroyed a lot of the teams they played this year. And... Wisconsin being ranked at five and three, it. I, I think if they played, it would be a close game. But you just have to rank UCSA because they're just playing better football. I think, and it's just s- small things like that. It just I I could talk about this for twelve hours. I love to get angry at imaginary rankings, like most college football fans. If they tried to. Uh, release the rankings just to get people like me um abnormally angry in the middle in the first week of November they did a terrific job because they got a reaction out of me but let's move on to um previewing Illinois this week the Gophers week 10 opponent and let's hope the Gophers can get higher than number 20th of the poll um so instant this instant takeaways obviously Brett Bielema his first season as head coach in Illinois um, his 13th overall season, um, he recently just got his 100th win as a head coach. He's 164, um, overall as a head coach. Um, since getting fired at Arkansas a few years ago, um, he was, in 2018, he was technically, uh, his position was consultant to the head coach with the Patriots. Uh, I have no idea what that means, but then in 2019, he was defensive line coach in New England, and then last season, he was the outside linebackers coach with the Giants. So, he's had some unique stops between Arkansas and Illinois now, Um, but 
it's obviously a guy that uh, Gophers fans have uh, grown to to hate over the years, and it's great to see him back in the Big Ten. He's a great, uh, I think, another villain for uh, Gophers fans to root against. Um, but this year he has um, Illinois at a three and six record. Um, they have looked bad in a handful of games, um, but they opened the year with a 30-22 win at Nebraska, which was a good win. Uh, love or hate Nebraska, it's still hard to play in Lincoln. It's not it's not an easy place to play. Um, and then they lost to uh, UTSA, the team that I was talking about earlier, by three. And then uh, at Virginia, one of those games they got destroyed. And they've really only gotten uh, – there's only been two games that they've uh, lost by more than one score. Every other game they've either won or lost by less than a score. So they beat Nebraska by eight, lost to UTSA by three, lost to uh, Virginia by 28, um, beat Maryland by three, lost to Purdue by four, beat Charlotte by 10, lost Wisconsin by 24. And then, obviously, that big 9-overtime 2018 win at Penn State while they were ranked 6th in the country or whatever it was, uh, that that was a big win. They look like a good football team. And then uh, last week they weren't able to follow it up, and they lost 14-20 at home against Rutgers. Um, so... This is a very interesting team because there's times they look like the worst team in the Big Ten, but then there's times they beat Penn State at Penn State. They beat Nebraska at Nebraska. They lose to Purdue only by four at Purdue. Like, they've had good games this year. And, like, they played with Maryland, who's a solid team. Um, It's just – this is a – I think this team's better than Northwestern personally. Um, I think their defense is a bit, bit, bit better, but it, it's a very uh, they're they're a very unique team. You can't overlook them because they they are gonna play tough. They like to muck it up. They like to make it dirty. Uh, they want to want to grind you out. Play the gross brand of football. Um, but yeah, Brett Bielema's kind of I think already starting to have his handprints on the program. It doesn't have uh, his type of players yet on the team, but um, they're they're kind of playing like him. They're uh, gaining the identity of their head coach. Um, but he took over for Lovey Smith, obviously, who had a four and six record in twenty twenty. Um, he was kind of a the I think he overstayed his welcome at Illinois. Illinois is an odd program because they. Uh, they they have a good year every once in a while, but they're just such a like forgotten team in the Big Ten for football. Because um, not gonna lie, they're at the bottom of the conference pretty often. But uh, love or hate Brett Bielema, I think he was an upgrade over Lovey Smith. I think he's a good college football coach. He knows how to win games. I think he's going to have um, Illinois playing with teams. Um, they're not going to be a bottom dweller. Um, it'll be interesting to see how far he can build them. Um, cause Wisconsin and Arkansas are a little more prominent, uh, programs nationally than Illinois, but should be interesting outlooks. So as for the, uh, fighting Illini, 
they returned 13 total starters from last year's team heading into this year. Uh, seven on offense and six on defense. They've had a handful of injuries since, um, but heading into the year, it, was, it looked to be 13 total. Um, offensively, uh, they average a hundred or they average seventeen point six points per game, which is a hundred and twenty second in the country. Um, that is ninth worst in the NCAA. So, like I said, this team is not going to put up points. Uh, plain and simple, they want to just make the game gross and grind you out. Um, and they average one hundred and forty four point nine passing yards per game, which ranks eighth worst in the country. Notably, that is one spot worse than the Gophers, who ranked ninth worst in the country. Um, on the ground, they average 175.9 rushing yards per game, which is 50th best in the country. Um, so they like to run the ball. This likes they like to be a running team, but obviously they're not as successful successful as the Gophers running the ball. So that's why their offense averages uh, barely 17 points a game. But uh, defensively, they allow 23.3 points per contest, which is 52nd best in the country, Um, 241.8 through the air, which is 86th, and 159.8 on the ground, which is 78th. Um, So this is a team that uh, is more successful in the trenches than they are on the outside. Their roster shows that, and that... The stats show that. The numbers don't lie. Um, some players to watch. Um, I think the best player on their team is the redshirt sophomore running back Chase Brown, uh, Western Michigan transfer. He's been running well all year. Um, at quarterback, seems like he's been there forever. Uh, senior grad transfer uh, Brandon Peters has been battling injuries all year, but he'll be healthy for the Gophers. Um Senior linebacker Jake Hansen, who was supposed to be the number one guy on defense, he kind of has been the number one guy on defense for a while for the program. Um, he w- he's suffered a season-ending injury, and he's out for the year. So uh, sophomore linebacker Tariq Barnes has taken his spot, leads the team in tackles. Um, and then, like those guys up front, senior uh, left tackle uh, Vidarian Lowe is probably the number one guy on that offensive line. Um, but yeah, those are that's really Illinois for you. They're not they don't have anything that jumps off the table. Um, but Brett Bielema um, will play his style. I don't know if his guys will be ready uh, to play his style because some weeks they haven't. Like against Wisconsin at home, they got shut out. But um, they'll at least try to muck it up and make it dirty. So. Uh, As for the offense more specifically, like I said, that quarterback position, um, Peters has been in and out of the lineup all year. Um, In six games, he he is completing 53.5% of his passes. Uh, He has 600 total yards, uh, only three touchdowns and one pick. Um, Last week against Rutgers was probably his best first half of the year. Uh, He struggled in the second half, but... Uh, he's kind of uh, settling in a little bit. He's obviously not a world beater at quarterback, but he's a veteran guy. He knows what he's doing. He's not going to make a ton of mistakes. He's not going to do anything that jumps off the table, but you always got to watch out for him. Um, when Peters was out, it was Arthur uh, Sitkowski who took over at his place. 
little more explosive as a player. He had, in five games, completed exactly half of his passes. He threw for 704 yards, six TDs, but he had two picks. So quarterback position, obviously nothing to write home about, but uh, those are the two names that have uh, taken snaps this year for Illinois. Um, The passing game as a whole, like I said, they're one of the worst passing teams in the country, but they're not much worse than the Gophers. Um, Retro freshman Isaiah Williams is the leading receiver. Uh, it kind of it'll kind of be a theme of this team. They have a lot of young guys who contribute. Um, he has thirty-seven catches for three seventy-two and two on the year. Um, there are five players on the team with anywhere from eleven to fifteen catches. Five others outside of Williams. Uh, there's five players with anywhere from 117 yards to 158 yards. So there's outside of Williams, there's really a, like just a handful of guys who it's kind of just pick your poison. They might get a handful of catches here and there. Um, and 6'4 junior tight end Daniel Barker leads the team with four receiving touchdowns. So he's kind of their red zone threat. Um, but, yeah, this team likes to lean on the offensive line in the running game. Um Senior left tackle Vidarian Lowe is their top guy. Like I said, probably a uh, day three guy in the NFL, probably an undrafted guy. He'll make a, a training camp roster at least. Um, and then they start a redshirt sophomore at left guard, redshirt senior at center, redshirt junior at right guard, and a senior at right tackle. It's kind of a mixture of uh, experience and youth up front, um, but nothing to write home about definitely not a weakness of this team honestly it's probably the strength of the team as a whole if you look at each position group um but i think that kind of tells you how good this team is if that's the strength um but to the running back position uh sophomore western michigan transfer chase brown i think is the best player on this team he has 111 carries for 704 yards and four touchdowns this year. That is 6.3 yards per carry. That is a very, very high number. He's an explosive, uh, small back. He can catch passes out of the backfield. He has 11 catches for 117 yards. If Illinois has any chance of moving the ball against the Gophers, it'll be because of him. Um, So that's the number one guy the Gophers have to slow down. It's really all they have to worry about. Like, make Brandon Peters throw the ball. Make him try to, because uh, uh, Illinois is going to want to run, and they're going to want to hand the ball off to Chase Brown, get him touches. So don't let him do that. That would be my game plan and message, and I think it's pretty obvious that that's what they're going to try to do. Um, but another freshman uh, running back, Josh McCrary, is the number two guy. He has 91 carries for 482-1 and one on the year. Um, but they like to use Chase Brown, and they'll mix him in sporadically. Uh, there's two other healthy backs on the roster with over 100 yards, uh, but it's really just Brown and then a little bit of McCrary. Uh, Mike Epstein was supposed to be their main guy heading into the year, senior running back, but he is also out for the year with injury, um, so it's kind of all the Chase Brown show. And then uh, as for the guy with the headset who's calling plays, um, Tony Peterson, name Gophers fans might recognize, uh, he is uh, in his first season as head or as offensive coordinator with Illinois, uh, brought in with Brett Bielema. He's 55 years old. Last season he was the OC at App State, 
but uh, from 99 to 2006, he was the OC and quarterback coach of Minnesota. Um, so clearly not uh, leading an explosive offense so far this year, but um, a guy who's been around the around the block and knows what he's doing. So that's a interesting note uh, as the Illinois offensive coordinator. Um, as for the defensive side of the ball, Illinois likes to run uh, 3-4, an alteration of a 3-4 defense. Um, kind of the big uh, storyline is senior linebacker Jake Hansen out for the year for injury, like I said earlier. Um, sophomore linebacker. Tariq Barnes has kind of filled in that role. He leads the team with 60 total tackles. And then their other inside inside guy, junior uh, Colin Tolson, um, has 37 tackle, tackles on the year. Um, the defensive line, um, senior outside linebacker Owen Carney Jr. leads the team with five sacks this year. Um, while redshirt freshman defensive tackle Jerzon Newton is second with two um it kind of a theme of underclassmen with Barnes Chase Brown their number one receiver uh there's two freshmen starting at defensive tackle in the interior um so that's an interesting thing of note um and then at linebacker uh on that it goes uh senior junior sophomore and senior um, so, again, another mix of veterans and youth at the position. Um, but uh, they don't have an insane amount of playmakers, but they, they got some They got some dudes. Um, in the secondary, uh, junior safety Sidney Brown is the best defensive back on the team. He's second on the team with 49 tackles. Um, and junior safety Kirby Joseph uh, is first on the team with three interceptions. Um, and then at the cornerback spots, it's uh, say, uh, sophomore, junior, and senior. Um, so uh, kind of sound like a broken record, but most of the spots, they got like one underclassman and then two upperclassmen. So um, as a whole, this defense um, has a handful of guys who've done it before and are veterans, but... Uh, they're really trying to get in their in their youth and develop guys. Um, they, there's been games this year where they've looked very good, like against Penn State, and um, where they only allowed 18 points um, against Rutgers. Rutgers obviously doesn't have much of an offense, allowed 20. Against Purdue, they only allowed 13. Um, so th- they've had their games this year, but... Uh, not anything specifically that uh, you need to write home about, but uh, first-year offensive or defensive coordinator Ryan Walters, 35 years old, he's been uh, coaching a good unit this year. He w- he was the um, co-DC and safeties coach at Mizzou for a while before Illinois, but he, he has his guys playing good football right now, so... Uh, this isn't. This definitely isn't a pushover on defense, but like I said, their offense uh, somehow is probably worse than. It's probably the worst offense that Gophers have played all year, uh, even worse than Northwestern, Colorado, Bowling Green. So, um, but like I said, Bielema liked to muck it up, and he's got the guys to do it. So we gotta uh, be ready for that. And then 
in my opinion, the Gophers' path to victory on uh, Saturday starts with Tanner Morgan. Um, if there's a game that they want to lean on the passing game, I think it's this one. Uh, Bryce Williams is out for the year. Bucko and Kai have obviously been playing at a very high level, and they're very talented running backs. Um, but it's even more of a workload for that both of them. Um, and Illinois likes to play dirty. They want the Gophers to run the ball. They want to run the ball offensively. The Gophers have a wide talent uh, gap and talent margin at the outside positions, at wide receiver, at cornerback, and I think they should use it. Uh, Illinois wants to play dirty. The Gophers should play flashy because that's not how Illinois wants to play, and the Gophers can. I, the Gophers, I don't obviously want to play dirty. That's what they've been doing all year, but they have the guys and the dudes to play flashy. They got Chris Ottmanville. They got Mike Brown-Stevens. The cornerbacks are playing well. They got Justin Wally, Coney Durr. So there's no reason why they can't uh use those outside guys. They have the Illinois doesn't have the talent outside to compete with the Gophers. The Gophers do, and they just haven't used it. I don't know if they're going to use it, but if I was the head coach, this would be the game that I would use. Um I w- wasn't able to talk about Bryce Williams' injury specifically on the last episode cuz that came out after I recorded, um but he's obviously done for the year. Um, it looks like Derek LeCaptain will shift into that third running back role. Um, I don't know how many carries he's going to get. I would imagine not many, um, but uh, he'll be their emergency running back, kind of. Um, I found it interesting what uh, PJ said at his press conference. He, he said something along the lines that uh, everyone's on deck, anyone can run the ball. Uh, if you've ever carried a ball at any point of your career, if you have a picture of a button from the YMCA league with a ball in your hand, you were going to going to be available to possibly run the ball for us this year. And he said that they're they're talking to people's parents, their aunts and uncles, and seeing if they ever did that. They're diving into some Pop Warner film. So I thought that was an interesting quote. Um, and he, when asked if there's any guys that he switched to running back, I thought it was also interesting. He said. Um, yes, they have a guy, and they've done it, um, but he's not going to tell tell us who. Um, he said that they already have, and we got a chance to see one of them, which I would assume is the captain. Um, and two weeks ago with another, I don't know who that other is. Um, I'm very interested to see who it is. Maybe Cole Kramer. Uh, takes more snaps. I, I I have no idea who it would be. Um, and he said that this has been a contingency plan for four or five weeks now. So um, I'm interested to see if we'll see your new guy uh, this week. I have no idea if we will, but um, it's it it's another added wrinkle for this team. Um, I don't think Bryce Williams' injury dramatically impacts the team. But at some point, the running back injuries are going to catch up to him. Bucko and Kai are playing like elite Big Ten running backs, to be completely honest. But uh, at if there's another injury, they're going to be screwed. They're literally going to have one scholarship running back. So that's got to catch up to him at some point. Hopefully it doesn't, but uh, knock on wood, and hopefully uh, it doesn't matter. Um, But... 
like I said, the the Gophers fans have kind of um, grown to hate Brett Bielema, and it's almost like the Gophers fans have a rivalry against him. PJ Fleck has obviously not uh, coached against him uh, that he's when he's been at Big Ten head coach. Um, but uh, I was reading what uh, Bielema had to say leading up to the week, and it, it was interesting. He said. Uh, PJ and I are completely different people, but when I watch his teams, I appreciate how his teams play and compete. I have a lot of respect for what he does out there. So I thought that was an interesting quote. Um, and uh, earlier in the year, Bielema had a very interesting quote before the Penn State game, um, which I think kind of lit a fire under his team. He said certain positions haven't maybe played out the way they envisioned them. Two, uh, particularly on the offensive line, I don't think we have a player in the two deep that they've recruited here over the last two years that is significantly doing anything for us in the playing department. So he practically just said his team's trash, and then they uh, beat the number six team in the country on the road. So love or hate Bielma that clearly did something to their team. Um, I, I don't know if that's just a coincidence, but uh, that – his press conferences are always interesting. He's just an interesting dude. Uh, he's just a weirdo. But like I like I said, he's going to want to play dirty, get in the mud. This game's going to be ugly. Um, they've played with most everyone on their schedule, and there's really no reason why they can't uh, play ugly with the Gophers. Uh, the Gophers are playing at a, such a high level, and they sh- definitely can. Uh play like they did last week against Northwestern, but uh, I have a feeling this game's going to be a little tougher. Um, I think Illinois is going to stick around. I don't think the Gophers will have trouble with them, but I think Illinois is going to stick around a little longer than Northwestern did. But at the end of the day, all, all the Gophers have to do is keep in their water and or keep their oar in the water and row because just do what you've been doing the last four weeks of the year. They're playing great football. They're so fun to watch. It's uh, You just can't take Illinois lightly. Uh, and if there's a coach that's not going to take an opponent lightly, it's P.J. Fleck. He always talks about the one-week championship season and just need to do the same thing this week. Um, I think that's all I got for today. I appreciate listening. And as always, uh, row the boat, Sky Uma, and go Gophers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.